0: Welcome to the Sim Show. I'm your coach, Eric, and I'm always joined by my coach, Ron. What up, Ron?
1: What's going on?
0: You know what we do? We talk about the National Football League on a weekly basis, including the playoffs, and we're heading into week number six. Ron, I know you have a bye week this week for the Pittsburgh Steelers. New England still at it. They're still practicing. I guess they're a football club. Uh, I mean, not much in the news, but we'll talk about the NFL news. We'll talk about our picks last week. We'll talk about our top five rankings. And then we'll do our week six predictions, followed by our upset specials. Ron. I know this is bi-week, but how do you feel?
1: Relax. I don't have to be anxious this week about, you know, the Steelers playing, how they're going to perform and all that stuff. I get to take this weekend off, so I'm excited. Listen,
0: there's no weekends off in football. Come on, Al. You know your Steelers have to regroup.
1: Yeah, well, teams regrouping, but, you know, I get to just watch as a fan, just relax You know, don't have to worry about any Steelers news, How, what's Tomlin saying, what's Canada saying, is Kenny getting better, what are they going to look like this week? There's none of that this week. So I just get to relax and uh, just watch all the games as a fan and not be stressed out about Steelers playing.
0: Well, do you think Mike Tomlin was relaxing at the Penguins game?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do do you
0: think he took a week off? To go to a game, no, right? People were like, "Well, it was like screaming fire Matt Canada."
1: They said he uh, he was one of who started the chant. <laughs> he started. <to> chant. <laughs> that was so funny.
0: Um. So let's let's talk about NFL news because we we couldn't find a lot of things. Uh. But let's talk about this whole Rogers versus Kelsey and. Listen, I don't want to alienate anybody out there. If you're pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine, that is your own personal choice. However, what was Rogers doing with this whole, like, Mr. Pfizer, was he just hating on him? Was it the fact that he isn't anti or Like, what's going on? Like, wh- he, he must be in the limelight. I swear to God, Ron, I see him, like, every day on the pat mcafee show and i'm just is he like does he want to host a show does he what is he thinking about like life after football i don't know like where is this going through his head
1: for sure i think that's exactly what it's about he's concerned with life after football he's got mcafee as one of his close friends so he has his own platform to spew whatever he wants and um you know he's enjoying it and you know, McAfee, you know, sometimes I will, you know I wonder about him. You know, he has a large audience that follows him. I get the sense that McAfee has, like, <clears throat> shares similar uh, beliefs um, as Rodgers does. That's why he allows him to be on the show talking that nonsense all the time. I mean, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, <clears throat> it, you know, especially considering the team that Rodgers play for, plays for who the owner is what he does and all that other stuff it just doesn't make any sense
0: yeah it doesn't make any sense to me this and I know this is a podcast related to football but there's a lot more bigger things going on in the world than whether or not you want to debate somebody because they're vac, pro-vaccine come on dude get your yeah, act together.
1: at the same time I don't want to talk about Kelsey anymore his relationships with whoever that's Listen,
0: I know that this is like cross referencing entertainment with our form of entertainment, which is basically the same. One sings, one plays football. I mean, it is what it is. What can you say? Listen, and we'll talk when we talk about the the Patriots. I'll tell you how things have changed in the cultural world as we know it. Um, also let's talk about the trade rumors because i think when is the deadline
1: um i don't know what week it is i think it's usually around like week seven or eight um
0: yeah it's it's before october though right before november excuse me
1: yeah yeah so we probably got a couple more weeks there's some teams that you know might be in the sell category like Denver already made a trade for example they're probably looking to ship off some of their guys at least that's the rumor in Minnesota you know they're what one and four I think the start of the season now you got um Jefferson you know they're your top receiver going to IR they might be looking to sell um good opportunity I think for them to like look at her cousin's future with this being his last year and maybe see what you can get for him um The rumors are, you know, he might be or the Vikings might be looking to send him to like the Jets or someplace else. Any other team that's looking for a quarterback at this point.
0: And uh, I've seen a lot of rumors about should the Patriots acquire uh, cousins. That is just dumb. That is dumb. That is dumb because it's not like he's the missing link. (laughs) It's not like all of a sudden we get cousins and the Patriots are good again. No, no. Those problems way way deeper than just cousins. Um, yeah, that's all we have for the news. We don't have a lot to talk about. There's not much going on unless you want to talk about the injury report. But I didn't I didn't see anything that was, you know, very revealing, uh, I should say. So let's quickly go over our week five picks just really quickly. Uh, New Orleans at, at New England. You went 20-19. to Final score is 34-0. I went 17-21. Final score is 34-0. We don't need to talk about that. Uh, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. You went 17-10. Pittsburgh ended up winning 17-10.
1: Yeah, so I I had uh, Baltimore winning. I got the right score, but it was Pittsburgh that won that game. So
0: It was flip-flop. And I had Baltimore winning, too. But, it, I know, it almost it almost seems like... I got the feeling from you, Ron, that you were disappointed with the, the Ravens. You were like, the game was there and they didn't take it. So, it was, it was like...
1: Oh, yeah. For, for sure. We was did win that game. Ravens lost that game. Any, anybody watching a game would tell you that. You know, you had like six drops, two wide open uh, touchdowns, basically, that would draw three if you include the tight end one so three passes that should have been fought for for touchdowns uh that were flat out dropped um you know they they just self destructed um the receivers were a hot mess um you know so that's probably as bad as it's going to get i would think for the ravens they got to figure out on offense what to do about their running game i think ever since their uh, their uh, running back went down. <clears throat> They've been It's been kind of a struggle trying to find any sense of a running game. So they got to get back to the basics there a little bit. Um, but I'm, I sh- I shouldn't be surprised that the Steelers pulled it off. You know, we've had the Ravens number for the, these past couple of years. You know, we have a good record against Lamar. Um, and these are the type of games that we bounce back and win after getting, you know, after losses. So I'm not overly surprised. It's just a typical Steelers Ravens game. I just don't know how happy I am, you know, that the Steelers won because um, it's another week talking more about Canada and whether or not he's going to continue on as, you know, their coordinator, which he is, for the rest of the season. And um, you know, it's it's a team that's three and two, top of the division, but really should be one and four.
0: And and also. The Ravens, they have a lot of injuries, um, and it's like this is kind of like the time where the injury bug happens. I know the Patriots have a lot of injuries with the offensive line, um, but I'm not listen. I'm not comparing the Patriots with the Ravens at all. I'm just saying this is a time for people who are either coming back from IR or being put in IR. It's just yeah, it's just it's just the way the game is. Uh, our upset specials run you had Kansas City at Minnesota yeah Minnesota winning 26 23 they lost 27 10 27 20 excuse me and then i had Dallas at San Francisco winning because they laid the smackdown to New England so i figured you know what i want I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna see them lay the smackdown on San Francisco no it's, it's, it's a week-to-week week
1: game. Week-to-week week game. doesn't matter what you look like one week. The next week, you can look the complete opposite.
0: But the so. thing is, like, you know, looking back, I think, like, wait a minute. San Francisco been on top of our, of our power rankings the last five weeks. Uh-huh. Why would I even... Well, I thought for a second that Dallas was going to do it. But now... And this will go back to the Patriots. For now, I will not pick against San Francisco for the rest of the season. I just won't. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm convinced that they're so good. Going against them is just it's just practiced. That's what it is. It's just practiced. Um
1: that's interesting because I almost had them as my upset special this week. Um they're playing uh who are they They're running up against a, a tough Cleveland, I think it is. Tough Physical defensive unit in Cleveland. And I know Deshaun is hurt and banged up, and their offense has been less than spectacular, but that's the type of team I think that's going to give San Francisco the most trouble is someone that's willing to st- sit there and punch them right back in the mouth. They don't think they face that just yet. I don't think other teams have had the players to actually do that. Um, not on defense, at least. I think uh, Cleveland does. So to me, that could be a sneaky upset this weekend. Not picking it as my upset special, but I would be careful about that game.
0: Yeah, and you know, and this, and I, I don't, I don't think I picked up the upset special yet. So I, I thought I did, but maybe I didn't. But I like I, that was a game that I was gonna stay away from because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want anything to do with the 49ers. And then every other game is like, you know, is one, one and a half. You actually and I won't I won't step over your picks size that. We'll we'll just move on into our week number six, which again it's only a couple of games. Uh New England, Las Vegas, Ron, what did you pick? What's your final score?
1: I got the uh Vegas winning twenty to thirteen. Vegas is favored by three. I got them winning by seven. So twenty thirteen is my score.
0: Listen, this week I'm going to be. Well, let me just say this for the rest of the season, Ron. And I'm just giving you a warning. I'm going to (laughs) be irrational when it comes to the Patriots.
1: you're always irrational. irrational.
0: I'm going to be super duper irrational. And I'm going to. Why not uh, just
1: be realistic?
0: Huh?
1: Be just being realistic
0: no I don't want to be realistic because now I'm I'm to the point now with New England that it's like the little engine that could so every week when you know obviously if they face a really a, like a tier one opponent I'm not gonna be that irrational but when they face somebody like Las Vegas which I saw them Sunday night and they were like struggling with a bad offense that Green Bay had, and they were like, they should have put like thirty points on them, but they didn't. Green Bay but they, has, won. they won, but it was it was oh. a horrible, horrible game, a laboring game. Like there was some remind play, me
1: what England did last week on offense.
0: Nothing, nothing. Now <laughs> there's a lot of chatter about oh, you know, we're gonna get rid of. Uh, back home they're gonna say that a lot of chatter about oh we're gonna get rid of uh, Bill Belichick this is it he doesn't have it anymore blah 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 listen I was I was almost almost in that camp of like you know what we just need to get rid of Bill Belichick and start over however however um someone put a perspective and and Ronna this is kind of a test for you Chuck No he won the 76 76 or 79 right that's last Mm -hmm. last super bowl how many years was he there before he got retired 11 11 years after he won 11 years after he won he never went back to the super bowl yeah yeah but he did win a couple of divisions but he never went back but he was there Eleven season before Bill Coward took over then we go let's talk about Don Shula he won in 73 he had the perfect season 72 he won in 73 how many years was he there before he was actually let go 1995 so he was almost there for 25 years never made it back to the Super Bowl but he had Dan Marino he won a couple of division titles Let's compare that to Bill Belichick. This is his fourth year, fifth year without winning a Super Bowl. They're already pitching forks and chains and firewood and everything. Get him out. You know, and the only difference is, well, not the only. I just want to say the difference is his teams are not good. At least the other two coaches, the teams were competitive. Like the fans can get after them and say, "Hey, we got a ten win team, we got an eleven win team, we got a twelve win team." He's not doing that in New England. He's not making the team competitive at all.
1: Now I think the difference is he's responsible, directly responsible for the roster building for the Patriots, right? Unlike the other coaches, yeah, they may have input, but they're not the GMs with Bill. The he's DMs. he's, you know, he's the head coach and the you know, he's the one that's supposed to be figuring out what that team looks from a roster standpoint for now and, and the future. And the moves, the decisions he's made, even with personnel, with, uh, you know, coordinating the offensive coordinator, not having one last year. Those are all things that are going to raise, you know, questions with your fan base. And they're going to question whether or not you have the you're the right person right, to lead your your team.
0: Well, that's what brings me back to the cultural differences. If you think about the 70s and 80s, football wasn't that big. NFL wasn't that big. We didn't have social media. We didn't have phones. Like, if you were a kid, there was only four channels that you could watch. If NFL was even on TV at all, because I think that they didn't get the rights to, like, the late 80s. So this is a different world. 24-hour news, 24-hour cycle hey, we need answers. Everything is instant. That is my take. It's like, hey, maybe they had 10, 12 years back then, but here is what you've done for me lightly. And as you mentioned, he's a GM now. Can I see Robert Kraft kind of talking to him and saying, hey, why don't you relinquish the GM role and just do coaching? Forget about the GM role and just to coaching I don't know if he'll ever have that conversation With him I don't know if Bill Belichick would be like Oh why don't I just Step out period Cause he he doesn't seem like And I, I'm not saying I know the guy But he doesn't seem like the type Who would Relinquish one side of the job And not the other I think he goes out He goes out he yeah. goes out There's no halfway.
1: Wow. So what purpose would it serve for him just to give up the GM duties, you know, at this stage, right? He knows that he's only got like, you know, his his days are numbered, right? He probably only wants, he wants to, I would think, hurry up and get this record over with so he can retire, you know, at this point. So, you know, he wants that to happen next year, I would think. Um, I don't know how many wins he's away. Um, I got at least one more year to, to try to get
0: there well, I don't he, see I think he's, he's 15 wins away maybe 16 but at this rate winning 5 6 games a year you're talking about yeah. maybe 3 years before right. you know anything happens could could Robert craft just say I'm gonna wait it out forget yeah. forget oh, forget the fan base forget the other owners when he meets with them in the in the spring and they're like in the big rich table and they're like, My team did this and my team does that. Is he gonna be able to sit down with the other rich owners and say, Well, you know, my coach is about to break the record, so I don't wanna fire him. Hmm. I don't know.
1: I, I don't... think he has been there when it. it's been terrible, right?
0: He was He's, only he, there for 1 year. Then listen, he took over after um he took over in 94, 95. I can't you know remember. He took over Bill Belichick had one by a year. 2 years later they're in the Super Bowl against Green Bay. No, I'm, I'm
1: talking about Kraft.
0: Yeah, I'm talking about Kraft. Have,
1: yeah, Kraft, so Kraft.
0: Kraft has never has seen maybe 2 or 3 losing seasons. Everything uh-huh. else has been been gravy gravy so I don't know if he has the patience to wait it out I don't know uh. I don't know if you know maybe he's old and senile and the son is like hey maybe you need to just tell Bill to go but listen all I'm saying it's going back to my week 6 pick I have New England winning because I think that in this I don't know if they're going to score 14 points I have them winning 14 to 10 after what I saw, Las Vegas against Green Bay, they labored. They made some dumb mistakes, dumb dumb mistakes on on offense. Defense wasn't that good. It was Green Bay offense that was terrible. They were terrible. Love with three interceptions. That's his Mac Jones type of game. And they were still in it, thirteen to seventeen. So I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I, I won't be live to watch this game because I'll be at uh at my eye work but I just hope that they can win this game and if they don't listen it's a tough schedule it's a tough tough schedule uh, Rob, yeah, I was going
1: to ask what, what do you think the uh, what's what going to if they do lose what do you think the fans are going to be saying to get off to that sort of start and lose to a a team that you should be better than.
0: Well, they should have won last week. And look at what's happening. The fans uh-huh. are like, they want Bill's head. They want Matt Jones' head. They basically want everyone in the organization's head. Whether you're the offensive line coach, maybe not so much defense because they know that they lost two of the best players. But, like, everyone is game, basically. I, I, I It's to the point where... I can even look at my phone because I either get some kind of bad news from back home or, you know, it's, it's definitely, you know, I got upset because I saw somebody posted a meme about like, oh, you know, we finally get to see the, when the Patriots are not good this year. And you're like, I know this is a meme, but what were you like turning 90 next week? Like what? This doesn't last forever, is what I'm saying. So it's uh-huh. like this is eventually they were going to be bad, right? Eventually right. they're going to be bad. Yeah. yeah, because after the Raiders, they got the Bills, the Dolphins, so listen, we could very well be 1 and 6 at the end of this of this journey. So yeah, yeah forget forget about this team making the playoffs at all because it's not happening. Uh, Ron, what's your upset special?
1: I am going with the Baltimore game. They're favored um, by four. They're going to Tennessee, and they're coming off the loss against the Steelers. You would think that they need, they're going to bounce back. Um, Tennessee is another physical team, though, that they're going to have to run into. So I got Tennessee winning 24-23. to 23.
0: So you trust Tannehill that much?
1: Not really. Um, but I think the Tennessee defense will be able to put you know, put the clamps down a little bit on um, you know, Baltimore's offense. And I you know, I think Henry will be able to do enough to uh, to keep them in the game and, and Tannehill will do enough to to get them over that hurdle.
0: I actually went with my upset special. Arizona is at uh, LA Rams. It's a seven-point spread. I'm picking Arizona to win over the Rams. I know that the Rams are like the darlings of the West after San Francisco, but I like Dobbs, and Dobbs was sitting with the Steelers for a long time, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, now he's a starter, and Kyle Murray, do they even want him back?
1: Oh, no, not at all. Um, The writing's on the wall, right? It's been on the wall for over a year with him. You know, they're ready to move on. They they think there's some maturity issues there. Wouldn't shock me if he gets traded before the trade deadline. Uh, I know he's not healthy right now. I don't know if they can even trade him with him being on the IR. But, you know, I'm sure they're looking to rebuild.
0: Um, I I actually like this coach. I know when he was defensive coordinator with the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, the Eagles were pretty good. I know it was a pl- player personnel, but I think that he definitely brought that knowledge with Arizona. And, you know, I think that they're playing hard. We were talking about, well, Arizona is tanking, blah, blah, blah. But it's like nobody told the players. So they're playing mm-hmm. hard. They're running hard. And I think that... I don't know if they're going to outright beat them, but I think that they, this is going to be like a competitive game. That's why I picked them as my uh, upset special.
1: Ron. Yeah.
0: who is Who are your top five power ranking teams?
1: My top five ranking. Let me get that up real quick. Um, I know for sure the number one has not changed. Uh, so I got San Francisco number one, Philly number two, Detroit number three, Miami number four, and then Casey sliding in there at number five. So the top four, for the most part, stay the same with me. I just dropped the Ravens out put Kansas City in there.
0: Yeah, I my top my top five are exactly the same as yours. The only difference from last week is I took out Buffalo. Uh, but everyone else, I mean, San Francisco and Philadelphia, still undefeated. And then you got Detroit, who is putting it on. And I originally picked uh, the Green Bay to win that division. But now Detroit pretty much going to own it now.
1: Oh yeah, I, I think people are still sleeping on Detroit a little bit. They don't put them up there with the San Fran, you know, team or the Philly team. They get to the playoffs and you play Detroit. That's a team you don't want to go against. Um, they're they got some real weapons. Golf is playing great. They can run the ball. They can pass the ball. The defense is young. Got some young studs. Aiden Hutchinson's a guy that just can wreck havoc and, and take over a game. Um, they got some good players. And it might not be their year this year. It may take a couple years for them to get there, but they are on the right track and probably the wrong team any team wants to face in the in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're still early in the season to be like dishing out what the uh, who's gonna who's gonna get the number one seed and uh, two seed, but I definitely see Detroit getting that three seed and locking it up in the NFC because. Uh-huh. I mean, unless Tampa, because Tampa is four and one, I believe, right?
1: Uh, let's see. I think they're what's their record? Three and one right now.
0: Three and one. Excuse me. Uh-huh. So I mean, if Mayfield starts playing like he did in Cleveland, and not the bad years, I'm talking about the good years where they made the playoffs, and he actually won uh-huh. in Cleveland. I mean, Tampa Bay is a team that. Now, I'm not saying they're going to be up there in Detroit, but their defense is still solid. Their receivers are still solid. I, I, you know, I originally picked New Orleans, but Tampa Bay is definitely changing my mind.
1: They're in that second tier to me. Um, you know, probably along with, like, Dallas, for example. Um, they're not quite there. You know, at the level of San Fran, Philly, Detroit, uh, just yet. To me, they're on that second tier. Um, and Seattle's there with them, too, I'd say. And, and you know, out of, like, Seattle, um, Tampa, Dallas, uh, Tampa might be the worst of those three, to be, to be honest with you, uh, even with Baker Mayfield playing well. So I think they'll win the division. They were my team to win a division regardless. Um, I think they'll make the playoffs. Um, I just don't know how far that, you know, they'll be able to make. Uh, I don't think, I don't see them making a run in the playoffs at all.
0: Well, you, they'll definitely get a home, uh, home field. They get a game at home. I just don't know how good they will be on the road. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, like you said, I would trust Seattle over Tampa to winning on the road.
1: Um, you think Dallas is good
0: for them? I think Dallas is going to be a one and done. Um they they're going to they're not going to win the division. They might get in there in the wild card, but then they have to go on the road and uh-huh. whether it's San Francisco Eagles even Detroit, I think they could beat Dallas. I uh-huh. mean, obviously we just witnessed by the ass kicking that was done by the Niners. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think they're definitely not there, anyways. Um, is there anything that you want to tell the audience, the fans listening for week six?
1: Enjoy the games, man. If you're a Steelers fan, you got the week to relax. Hope that the team is making some improvements, um, making some changes. Players get healthy, Deontay will probably be back. Um, McFarlane, our running back, is gonna be back. So we got some some guys coming back. Firemouth at some point will be back um as well. Uh same with Hayward. So we're gonna get healthy. Let's have faith that the offense can do something, turn it around a little bit and be competitive. Um, and then looking ahead, it's the schedule. It's a favorable schedule. We can go on a, you know, another six, three run, seven and you know, to run whatever um, with the schedule that's in front of us. So, lots to look to look forward to. Um, but I'm cautiously optimistic, as you know, you know, as they say. So, you know, and if you're a Pat's fan, hey, like you said, Syrak is it is what it is, right? So, you got to look at the big picture. You know, probably got like a couple years of uh, your team looking like this you know, hopefully they can at least, you know, show up and play and not quit, not look like quitters. Um, you don't want to see that at all. Like, you know, when your team is playing. So don't get too frustrated at the record. Let's just look at the long picture and make sure the team is, you know, has a good future next year, the year after, whatever, however long it takes.
0: I would agree. And, and I don't and I would say stop. Without the tanking talk, because if you tank and you get a high draft pick, one draft pick is not going to change your your future, right? You need to like.
1: Oh I, I will say, on law record, say Caleb Williams is no joke. Like he is the next closest thing to, to Mahomes that I've seen. You know, I saw him last year. I was like utterly impressed with him last year. And this year he's even better, you know. He, the dude is going to be a, a star right out the gate, no matter what team he goes goes to.
0: I, you know, my experience with uh, draft picks, um, I just you still have to develop them, right? They're not like, you know, they're not like take the wrapper off and start using them unless, you know, your last name is Stroud. <laughs> I think that. You just can't bank on, like, oh, we got a number one pick. We should be okay. Because look at the Jets. How many number one picks did they have in the last 15 years? How many quarterbacks were number one that went to the Jets? Mark Sanchez. You got Fitzgerald. You got, I'm sorry, Fitzpatrick. You got uh, Sam Darnold. There were so many quarterbacks that people were like, this is it. We're we're gonna do it. This is it. And look up Tom Brady. 199th pick. And he was a GOAT. I'm just saying. I don't I don't play that game. I know a lot uh-huh. of people do that whole thing like, hey, we got a number one pick. What are we? The New York Jets? No. We're gonna do this. If we're gonna do this right, we have to build from the bottom up. Not yeah. get lucky, not tank. All that talk, all that jazz. I hate it. I hate it. I honestly hate it because I'm like, I've never seen them. I probably lived in Massachusetts, 89, 1990, 88. I never, ever seen the Pats tank. So that talk Uh is just, oh, it irks me. It irks me to no point. Stop it. Yeah. Stop the the, uh, tanking talk. That's all I'm going to say. So that is our show for week number. Six, we'll have our, you know, our picks after Sunday. Uh, no IR two this week, but we'll have a week seven show. So in that case, I say peace.
1: Peace. Hey guys, thanks again for watching. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. If you, any questions or comments feel free to hit us up on uh, shut your mouth podcast at gmail.com that's shut YM podcast at gmail.com you can also hit us on twitter or on instagram at sym podcast thanks again